0: Too many damn windows open.
1: Oh, we are live. (laughs) I thought you said to get started. Anyway, Badger fans, let's go. We got the quarterback for 2024. Uh, Justin's an animal over here. Let's talk about (laughs) it. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on Badger fans? Welcome to Locked on Badgers. Thank you for making this your first listen every day. One of your first listens. Really do appreciate it. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash lockdown to get started. Um, So we got the quarterback, right? As we were talking about before, we came on abruptly. Uh, <laughs> Miami transferred from Miami, spent four years there, coming to Madison, announced today, six foot five, 220 ish pounds, prototypical size. Like the size is checks the NFL type of box.
0: So Just, is the arm, yep.
1: Oh, and the arm is, is fantastic. I think there's, there's, there's pluses and cons here. There's pros and cons compared to some of the other people that are potentially on the list. People in the chat are a little mixed on this. Uh, Let's start with your initial thought on to Wisconsin.
0: You want my high-level view of this, and people will probably totally disagree because of his NFL pedigree, but you're looking at uh, Allen minus the running ability. Like what he was in college was a guy that put the ball in in harm's way more than he should have, had an absolute cannon for an arm, was a huge guy, and that's the type of thrower that TVD is capable of being. Travis Van Dyke has – all, has all the arm you could ask for, has uh, the ability to make any throw you'd like. The questions with him are, is he too aggressive to make throws that he shouldn't be? And is he willing to do what the smart play is, and that is check down and take the easy yards rather than trying to make the million-dollar throw? Now, Wisconsin really hasn't had a guy who's been this aggressive at the quarterback position since probably Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson had two NFL wide receivers to throw to. So he he could throw it up and let people go
1: get it. I would say Chase Wolf was this aggressive. In <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, he didn't know where it was going.
1: Joel. <laughs> um, uh, listen, I would say this. I was leaning. This is a guy that that's grown on me. So Tyler Van Dyke, I was leaning Finn. We talked about Daquan Finn. I was leaning Finn. I was up in but before he committed, and Justin, we were texting back and forth, I I literally said, I'm getting a little worried. Here's why I don't really like Finn, and I'm warming up on TBD. The reason I was getting a little the thing with Finn, and I get it, everybody wanted the dual threat guy because fans typically want the high upside guy. That that's what's true in draft. That's true in free agency. As a baseball fan, you want the guy who throws really fast and can be a, a number one starter. The thing with Finn, though, and the 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 thing you got to worry about is he's a slender kind of running guy. Is he gonna make it through a big 10 season mm-hmm. on skate? Yeah, we talk,
0: yeah, and we yeah, talked about was, him a little bit. Yeah, we talked about him a little bit. Where I said with Finn, the beauty of having a guy who has athleticism is he can he has the ability to make to open up easy throws that a guy like like uh, Van Dyke just isn't going to be able to. Like he doesn't put that pressure on a defense where guys are going to get out of position and open up holes. Um, what he does have is he has an arm that is capable of putting a ball into a tight window that there's no way that you'd get that out of Finn. You, if you're in a pressure situation where the defense is playing really well, he's capable of making throws that I, I can't remember a quarterback here has been able to make. He, now the question is with him is accuracy, and it's, it's decision-making.
1: Mm.
0: If you can get him to make good decisions and to understand what you're trying to do, I think he's capable of being really good. People are going to poo-poo on him based off the last couple of years Look back at what he did as a freshman with a with an air raid attack under Rhett Lashley.
1: ACC Freshman of the Year, yeah.
0: finished five and one, had a twenty touchdown to three interception streak during that period of time. If you can get him back to that, which is a possibility, you have an opportunity to make him a really good guy. And trillionaire Joe saying TVD is terrible. Listen, prior to last season, Alabama was trying to pull him away from Miami. They were trying to get him to transfer. So. Yeah, maybe he wasn't lights out this last year. There's a variety of things that could be a reason for that. We've seen... Look at two of the guys that were in the the Heisman final voting. Penix and Bo Nix. Bo Nix was benched at Auburn for a period of time before he transferred and ended up being the freak show that he has at Oregon. And Penix was like, what, three touchdowns, eight picks or something like that the year he got injured at Indiana before he left? Uh So... A change of scenery can do a lot for a quarterback. I'm not saying that he's going to be suddenly turned into a Heisman guy. I'm saying that the physical tools are there for him to be a really good player for us. And it's going to be a lot is going to be the ecosystem that's around him and what you give him from a tool standpoint to be a functional going forward. There are yeah. tools there. He's an NFL. He's got NFL talent.
1: Yeah, like he checks. So let's start with the the pros, and, and then we're going to get into the the some of the, the negatives as well. We got a bunch of comments in the in the chat. I want to get to. that We start, but he has got NFL size and an NFL arm. Let's start there. Like that, those are big things. Like those, those are real building blocks for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. NFL size, NFL arm, and again, if you're comparing Finn and TVD, he's played ACC competition. He's yep. played Texas A and
0: been very and. He's like done it, been very productive against he's played
1: real talented teams. teams. Yes. yes. And we're not gonna have the the batted balls we've had the last couple of years. This is a six-five. Like he and he looks at he's a big frame quarterback with a mm-hmm. high release, great velocity on throws. He can throw the opposite hash, he pushes the ball downfield, he stands in the pocket. Like there's a lot of pros here that you know you can point to. Um the negative decision making, he's very boom or bust. If you look at mm-hmm. this last year, he's got four games this last season with two or more picks. He's also got four games with two or more touchdowns and no picks. He's mm-hmm. very boomer bust, which to me speaks to comfort level. He's had a different offensive coordinator every year. When he's comfortable, he plays really, really well. Earlier this year against Texas A&M, 20 of 31, five touchdowns, no picks. Like he can play at the high level, but he's not a perfect quarterback. Nobody's saying that. And he needs yeah. the right pieces around him. And he's also not that dual threat guy. Yeah. So that's that's what it is in a nutshell. But is an NFL size, NFL arm, and he's played power five level of competition. It makes the team better, Justin.
0: Oh, definitely. And Wes here, I'm going to put this up here. Wes Molinix. Okay. Why is he transferring then? Honestly, I don't think he liked the direction that they were going with him offensively. And I don't think he, I think he was uncomfortable in the system that they had this year. And it showed in his play. This is by far his worst productive year. So I think that he kind of felt that he wanted to get back to something closer to what he was playing earlier in his career there because he felt like that was giving him a huge opportunity to potentially jump up to the NFL, and things weren't working out the way that he wanted them to, and he was probably afraid to potentially have another year where he wasn't as good as what he was the first couple years and have people kind of pigeonhole him as a guy who, is, who had a lot of potential but is not realizing it. So you know, from that standpoint, he probably wanted out to get an opportunity to get a fresh start.
1: Yeah, and let, let's be honest, too. Like there's it's you're not going to find the perfect guy in yeah. the portal. Like that's the other thing, people. We need to understand that unless, unless you are the very top of the food chain, you're Wisconsin's not going to find the perfect guy in the portal. But does this guy make the team better? Yes. I think Finn would have as well. You mm-hmm. had to get one of them. And the Badgers did like the team and the quarterback room is better because of of landing Tyler mm-hmm. Dyke. I, I don't think that's arguable. Now, he can be the guy you didn't want. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. Justin, but the team is better because of this.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, you you have to look at it like looking in our quarterback room. When was the last time we had a guy with this type of tool set? This
1: type of, this type of arm?
0: Yeah. Uh, probably Bart Houston was the closest, and I would say that he's a, he's Deacon much more Hill?
1: accomplished. Deacon no, no,
0: no, 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 no. We've <laughs> we've seen we've arm? now seen him start a, almost a full season. They're not in in the same ballpark. Like he's had more success in like a two game stretch than Deacon Hills had in an entire season
1: yeah listen the other thing too um actually let's take a quick break then i want to get into what it means for the quarterbacks in the room right now i also want to get into some comparisons about how maybe we overblue the impact of mordecai last year kind of um yeah why are we doing the same with this we're going to get into that next on locked on badgers bunch of your comments but first we're going to take a quick break for our friends of the show over at fanduel FanDuel is the number one place for all your sports betting needs there's a reason we use it on locked on and it's quite simply just the easiest, fastest, simplest way to do it. Parlay spreads, teasers, futures, it's all there. You can parlay them, combine them, individual. The user interface is incredible and easy. And that's why we use it, right? You want easy things. You want simple things. You want an easy betting experience. As Justin covers up my FanDuel banner.
0: Right. Sorry, inadvertently. But that's, no, it's oh, all God good. God dang it.
1: <laughs> that's why we use FanDuel. And there's a great offer now to bet on all your sports. They have you covered on every aspect of it. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with the winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks, bucks back if your team wins. So, if you've been thinking about using FanDuel, there's no better time to do it. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on, kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, Justin, you're, you're free to roam. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, the, the question from Small is actually a, a legitimate one. And I think you and I have discussed, we actually talked about this offline a little bit. Any chance Colby Young, the six foot five, 215 pound, also transfers from Miami to the portal. Listen, I, this in an ideal world, I'm sure this is a guy that they have their sights on a little bit. Like they, they probably want like he's an I. If you're looking for what it would be ideal for Wisconsin to bring in to help the wide receiver room, that guy is it right there. He's he's six foot five, two fifteen, huge, big body receiver who has jets. Like he can legitimately run and stretch the field, and that would. Transform our receiving room overnight because it's going to open up space for everybody else. He is faster if, it, and I'm I'm not even going to talk forty times because I I have no clue. But if you watch the film on him, you can see him run past people like he can really jet. We, um, we can so, use a
1: couple of those guys, Justin. A couple, 6'5". Yeah,
0: no kidding. Yeah. I'll our, take it? I'll take six two or six three that can run. Listen, and here's six,
1: five. Here's the other thing we talked about this a little with Brian Smith. If you saw that episode, but. He has more, he's going to have more connections. So what yeah. is Brian talked about all the time? And Brian's really tuned in on this stuff. He He's talked about the quarterbacks already have connections with receivers. He's going to have more connections with high level receivers playing in the ACC, playing at Miami than a guy like Taquan mm-hmm. Finn. He's just going to have more appeal and more pull to land. It's good. My bigger point is it's and more to make,
0: reputation too. Yeah, like people to make, know who he, he is.
1: Yeah. 100% is. Yeah. A hundred percent. It is.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a big deal. They they have guys they're targeting. Uh, you know, Henry from Michigan State was a guy that they were going after. We'll see what happens with that. Um, there are other guys. We're definitely going to be bringing receivers in. And and honestly, we have not seen the last of people transferring out this with the team too. So there's going to be more spots opening up. Uh, much was made of how Fickle was trying to keep everyone in, and my my gut instinct on that is that he was trying to keep everyone in until he knew what he could bring in. Mm -hmm. So it's like, stay here until I know if I have somebody that I, I, you know, I can, that's an upgrade more or less, which is what it is. That's, that's where we are in the atmosphere of college football now, but it's a smart play. You don't want to be left your empty handed, Um, but we will get somebody for the the wide receiver room. I would guess one or two bodies for sure. Probably two.
1: Yeah. This is um, from Xania. He asks how many quarterbacks are the Badgers going to bring in? This is it.
0: This, yeah, they're not bringing anyone else in.
1: Now with the, so I wanted to bring this up and thank you for the question, because I think this leads into the the next topic I want to talk about is what does this mean for the quarterbacks on the roster? To me, I think bringing in a veteran like this is absolutely perfect because now the young guys can stay and compete. One of them is not going to feel like they got jumped and feel like they need to transfer out because obviously a, a veteran's coming in to start. So now you have a one-year bridge to really allow all these other guys to compete. You're not going to force maybe Metoyer into starting year one you're still gonna keep Bri- uh, Landon land and lock on the hook because his brother's not gonna transfer because his brother's gonna be the number two this year yeah. I think this is perfect and I would have said this if it was Finn or Van Dyke it I think it's irrespective of who it is you want the bridge for the younger guys
0: yeah it's interesting because he actually does have two years left but my view on Van Dyke is is if he actually if he actually does hit this year he's gone yeah, like he's not off. sticking around so anyone that worries about that when you see two years thrown out there If he goes out there and throws 25 touchdowns and, like, six picks, he's going to the NFL. Like, you're not wasting your time risking a chance where things go backwards. He knows what that's like at this point, unless they're a national title threat, which I think we'd agree the roster isn't in position for something like that yet.
1: I think it's a great point, Justin. I I think, and I've thought this too, but you articulated it really well. This is one year for him, in my opinion. He either does really well, goes to the NFL, or, listen, if he comes in and doesn't play well, he's not starting next year anyway. Mm. I think it's a one-year thing for him.
0: Yeah, I, I'd agree. Um, I think that you do have a chance with the young guys. And anyone that was concerned about trying to work with what we currently have in there, listen, guys who are going to be redshirt sophomores, that's asking a lot. Like, on really good teams, getting a, a redshirt sophomore to go out there and play at a high level is is not common. So it's nothing against Lock or, Le- or uh, Evers they probably may be a little bent out of shape by this like i'm, I'm sure there will need to be some smoothing out that happens with this because i'm sure they both had designs on being able to move up they'll still get the opportunity listen those guys play lights out in spring they're going to get an opportunity to push and i and i don't think that staff would have any issue with saying to to van dyke if one of those guys turns into a an absolute stud going through the spring and fall hey you know we love you brought you in you have productivity but this guy's just playing like crazy we can't afford to not put him on there they're going to play whoever gets them wins is yep. what the staff is going to look at so if this raises everyone else's level of play great they need that this they this gives a baseline in that quarterback room of what the expected level of play is going to be if you want to see the field
1: let's also point out that this is big boy football right yeah it was, there's no coddling. Now, now, let me be very clear on this. They still have to manage the roster. Part of being a coach is managing egos, managing, you know, you have to be there for players and massage, that kind of stuff. But this is also big boy football. The quarterback room wasn't good enough last year, period, stop. We bring in more talent if the room isn't good enough, period, stop. You got a, a guy who was an ACC Rookie of the Year and is throwing through for 7,500 yards with an NFL arm. Like, mm-hmm. and if that means it pisses a younger quarterback off, and I'm just, I'm not saying it will. I'm not, I'm, and I would understand it. But if that, if that's the price of doing it, that's the price of doing business in college football in 2023. You just have to do it. You have to upgrade where you can upgrade. I'm
0: going to throw us up there. Bob, Melbro, Justin, just on please hype. stop with the hype. Listen, I'm not hyping him up. I'm just simply stating that you have to, like, from this standpoint, you have a guy who has been productive. If you, we have Wisconsin fans who are so beaten down with quarterback play that if you take a look at what he did this last year for Miami, it'd be one of the better years in Wisconsin history for quarterback play. And that was considered a disappointing year for him at Miami. So if this is the baseline that you're getting from him, then it's an upgrade compared to what we're used to. If we, if you got that stat line from him this year at Wisconsin, we probably were 11 and one. So that tells you kind of all you need to know.
1: Was it 19 touchdowns, 12, 19 and
0: 12 picks. Yep.
1: What, do, how, like, what did Tanner Mordecai do? You tell That's, me that, that's uh, double
0: the touchdowns that our quarterback room produced. So even um, with the turnovers, we would have been higher, like better than what we were.
1: I do want to go into this one here. This is from Stephen Keel. Kyle, he says, uh, don't go into this quarterback pick talking like the last one. Obviously, we we're pretty excited. No, for no. I, definitely I, not. I, w- I want to say one thing on this, though, because we have several comments like this. I want to just start off with, I'm a fan. Like at the end of the day, like I hear you, we did overhype Mordecai. I thought he'd—I'll just speak for me. I—I I, I thought he'd be a lot better than he was, and I talked about that. But I, I'm just still a fan. I'm going to be excited about landing a quarterback with these skills and intangibles, regardless of what happened to Mordecai. Because what happened to Mordecai does not have anything to do with what's going to happen with Tyler Van Dyke.
0: And and to be fair, there were some things that were were warning signs with Mordecai in terms of what his production looked like against other Power Five teams we figured that would be mitigated by the level of talent that was on Wisconsin's roster that he would be able right to there. play up. Um, And that is where it differs with Van Dyke. Van Dyke has played power five football against our other power five teams with talent and understands it a little bit better than what Mordecai did coming in. Now I'm not saying that the guy's going to be putting up the same numbers because he is going to have weaker talent around him from a receiving standpoint here than he had at, at Miami. He's also going to be playing some teams that are probably a little less talented from his speed and skill position on the defensive backfield, too.
1: Oh, well, maybe not next year when you look at that yeah. schedule.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see how he stands up to the guys that are going to Washington and Oregon Yeah, this next year. Hey, I'm
1: a next year. Like, that's the other thing. you got to look at that schedule and say, do you want Braden Locke or Nick Evers to play that schedule next yeah. year? With, with what we saw this year, are you comfortable going – Oh, God, they, no. Like, you needed to get like you, out of first.
0: They would have got, what is that, our third game, Bama?
1: Yeah, we get two cupcakes and then Bama. Yeah.
0: Like, you do not want that level of jump for a, a guy who's going to be in his probably third real start or, what, sixth real start if it would have been Locke. Mm-hmm. That's asking a ton for that jump when you've played two cupcakes. Like, you want somebody who can who understands that that level of jump is going to be happening to that level. And, and Locke did play against Ohio State. That's basically what he would be playing against in Bama in that game, and that's going to be. It's going to be really interesting to see that particular game.
1: Jeff's Garden Tour says, "Can we at least not go overboard on the predicted stats this time?" I make no. Oh, God, no. Yeah, I, I make no. Mine, mine,
0: mine wouldn't be remotely as high this I mean, yeah. next year. I if I was gonna if I was gonna baseline him right now, yeah. I would say we're looking at if I was gonna put it out there, I'd say twenty and eight for touchdowns. Yeah. I think that's a reasonable ceo- uh, season.
1: And that's a big that that that's the other thing I want to talk about quick, and I want to talk a little bit about the downside here potentially with with TVD. Again, he's not the perfect quarterback. Nobody on this show is saying he's the perfect quarterback. There's going to be games where he throws an interception that's going to want to make you throw your hair off because he did that at Miami. He's done it for a while. Like he's not going to be completely coached out of those bad habits. So don't don't misinterpret what we're saying. What we're saying is he brings other tools that this room doesn't have, and he makes the room better. And that's a big deal. Like it's not a home run. It's not. It's, no. But it's a double, or maybe maybe a triple if we're lucky. Yeah,
0: yeah. if you're really lucky, he ends up being a – he plays closer to the ceiling that he played with that first year at Miami. Mm-hmm. And if that's the quarterback that he is, then we're going to be really happy with how the season went.
1: And he'll be an NFL pick. And mm-hmm. when was the last time Wisconsin had an NFL quarterback drafted? Like, I'm. Yeah. you need NFL talent at these spots. It doesn't have to be a first-round pick all the time. Like, be, be happy with uh, getting a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from – Eastern Park's thoughts on the, the pious pious, Uh pious. Nice. I always say pious commitment. We're gonna talk about that next on Lockdown Badgers. Look at that tease. That's coming up next on Lockdown Badgers, plus more of your comments on Tyler Van Dyke coming to the Badgers. But first, a quick break for friends of the show over at LinkedIn. This is a great time for a LinkedIn ad because you got to find the right talent, the right pieces, you gotta find cohesion and chemistry, which Justin and I have. Although we lost it, we lost it a little bit on today's show. We haven't had a show <laughs> together in a while. But you have to find the right pieces, the right chemistry. That's where recruiting is. And LinkedIn is recruiting on the professional side. They are the number one job market uh, platform in America, North America for a reason, rated consistently number one against their peers because they are awesome. They don't waste time with nonsense. They have screening tools to get the people that don't have any business being in the door, out of the door. And there's a reason why people trust it because they find quality individuals every single time and they make your hiring manager's job easier. That is why we use it. That's why I use it. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college. Post your job for free terms and conditions to apply. That's linkedin.com slash college. Post your job for free. All right, Justin, let's talk about that outside linebacker. We picked up two days ago from William and Mary.
0: I'm going to hit one more here quick before we oh, jump please. in, but yeah, we are West Mullinex, Justin, what wide receivers are we going to get? Hello? I hate yelling. Listen, I don't know. Like it's we're early in the portal time yet here. There's going to be a lot of changes that take place over the next month here. We might not even know the, the guys we get might not even be in the portal yet. So it's really hard to say, you know, we're gonna have specific guys when we don't know yet. Um if we hear any names, we will definitely put them in the Discord that we're hearing. But as of right now, I don't have a guy. I know Henry from MSU that was somebody they were targeting and that they felt good about. But until we actually hear any specifics on that, I I don't know. There will be more than one guy, though. I feel fairly confident in that.
1: You had the Tufts receiver that visited. His name's blanking on me. Bigger physical guy. Richardson. Richardson. Uh, He was going to visit Washington still. I don't know if that happened. They're they're in on a couple guys. Mm -hmm. And, again, though, this – getting a quarterback, and it didn't have to be Tyler Van Dyke, but that's kind of a linchpin to getting receivers into. Receivers want to play with a good quarterback. They want to –
0: Now they know who the quarterback is, now that gives them – Someone to yeah. recruit with.
1: That's 100% going to help. Um, let's see. All right, let's, let's talk yeah, about Pius. Pius.
0: Let's go to Pius.
1: John, John Pius, um, a couple days ago, I think it was two days ago, William & Mary, outside linebacker John Pius, committed to the Badgers. That's the second linebacker they brought in in this portal. Roughly six two six, three, I've seen him listed at both. Uh, you know, not a lot of film. There is some film against Virginia. He had a couple sacks. When you go and watch, he's able to get around the edge in that game. I, I like to pick up just because you need athletic guys on the edge. And he seems like an athletic guy on the edge. You need more bodies there.
0: He has more bursts than anyone we had in the room last year. I'll say that right now. Both him and Lowry oh. are – yeah, it was a low bar. But, yeah, he's, he's he's not the size of the guys that we have in there right now. He's a little bit lighter. Uh, he, you look at him on the film, he doesn't look like 235, does he? Do you? He actually he looks, looks like he's pretty thin. He looks um, good. He looks athletic, though. And he is a guy that can really move around the edge, and he he plays hard. You know, if you look at him statistically, his numbers jump off the page. Like he's got freak show numbers from the last two years in in FCS. So he is a guy that I think, I think he was stashed down there, and he's he's a he might be a hidden gem type guy. I could see him having a good season for us, and by good season, I mean I think he could be more productive than anyone we had this last year at outside linebacker. It wouldn't surprise me to see him get five six sacks.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, this is something that you and I just have talked extensively about. We were going to do a show on it. We probably still will about sometimes portal additions are about building depth at spots. Again, mm-hmm. we talked about this just recently too. It's not everything has to be a home run. Like if you can yeah. come in and be a rotational edge guy and at six three two thirty five, I saw him listed. This is from NFL NFLDraftDiamonds.com um, or NFLDraftScout.com. They have him listed at, with a 40 of 455. Now, I have no idea if that's wh- where mm-hmm. they got that number. But let's say it's 4-6, right? Yeah. That's still faster than anybody come off the edge we had last oh, year. Oh, it's
0: not even close. I, I, I. There's nobody I've seen on our edge that – that was roughly where Herbig was in that 4-6 range, and there's nobody in that room that we saw this last year that moves remotely that quick off the line. So he's definitely going to be a bit more athletic and has more burst in that first few steps, and Lowry does too. So you have two guys that hopefully are going to add a lot of pressure on the edges – to make it much more difficult for them and hopefully force the quarterback up into, into the line, which gives your, your if your line isn't great, it mm-hmm. gives them opportunity to make plays because they're not going to be guys that are going to be blowing through them and making sacks. But if you can push people up into them, gives you an opportunity to grab and pull somebody down.
1: Zach Bart says, I love Pius. Sure, he's an FCS guy and so on, but he's a dog in a position of need. Yeah. I believe he had two enough he, sacks for Virginia, par five game for them.
0: He's getting some NFL draft pub. So, like, mm-hmm. there are people who think that he could get drafted. That tells you all you need to know. There are plenty of guys that are playing in Power 5 right now that aren't on that
1: list. Listen, uh, anytime anybody is from the 715, you know you're going to come on the show with your comments. Mm-hmm. 715 Badger Nation says, TVD transfer is for nothing Your receivers can't create separation. Yeah, the receivers got to get better. Mm-hmm. The offensive line has to get better, too. Like, mm-hmm. that's the other thing. He, Tyler Van,
0: he, he's not escaping the pocket like Mordecai no. did.
1: No, and there's a comment we had about the, the legs. Uh, this is from Ryan. Uh, where is it? Oh, I lost it. But he said, "His Tyler Van Dyke is a statue." was essentially common. I, I forget the exact. Normally, he's a little better than a statue. Yeah. He's not Sabe. Yeah,
0: like, we, we we you and I talked about that because you said he was Sabe plus plus. and I said plus plus. Yes, and and I looked at it and I said he moves really well. He just doesn't run. Like he's a guy who will, who will roll out in the pocket and looks fine. He looks athletic leaving the pocket. But he's not a guy that ever looks like, hey, I've got ten yards of green in front of me. I need to just take that. He'll sit there and throw the football. Like he's he's not going to take off and break. And that tells you all you need to know about him as a runner. Um, but he's a guy that will manipulate the pocket and move around a little bit and run. And I I think that he'll be fine. Honestly, like he's he's got a big body. He's going to be a, a guy who can absorb some hits, which is something that you know I'm not sure the other two guys. You know, Evers looks like a matchstick out there, and Locke is not the biggest guy either so those guys he's definitely more more fit for something like this than than either of them right now
1: they they ran some re like re rpo stuff in my be
0: yeah.
1: like I'm, I'm saying like just watch for everyone that's saying he can't move he can't move watch just i'm i'm saying what i'm not saying you have you have to him.
0: watch his freshman film with lashley because watch,
1: watch it a little bit more and I think you might realize he oh, he can move a little bit. Like he's not a running mm-hmm. threat. Listen, Mordecai saved this offensive line at times last year. We mm-hmm. talked about this. That's not that that line has to get better next year because Van Dyke's not gonna save them like Mordecai did. However, Van Dyke's gonna get rid of it quicker too. Yes,
0: a lot. That is a the lot. point I was actually gonna make yeah. next. Is a lot of the reason why Mordecai had to run is because he held on to the football and waited forever because he yep. waited for guys to get open rather than anticipating.
1: I love this comment. Artificial fan, your fan base is so negative compared to last year. Let the hype flow through you. I'm like a Jedi here. Let <laughs>
0: let the let I, the hype yeah. flow. <laughs> Just you need a- it
1: didn't work with Mordecai. Doesn't mean Van Dyke can't be better. Is what I'd say.
0: Well, that's the same attitude that I had towards Finn. Like people being like, "Well, Mordecai didn't do it down there." It's like, okay, we have guys in the NFL that played at lower levels. Allen, who I brought up earlier, was one of those. He played at Wyoming. He's an MVP candidate on a yearly basis. Like. There are guys to be found at the lower levels that were dudes in college and could have easily played at a, a good power five school and been a stud. They just don't always pan out in the NFL level. It's really hard even for really good quarterbacks. Look at the Ohio State quarterbacks go to, that go to the NFL. They put up 45 touchdowns in college and then get there and heck, can't get break 15 in the NFL.
1: Yeah, outside of Stroud, it's basically been yeah. a disaster zone. Yeah. And Stroud coming off a bad game. Um, Jason, now how, how do you feel about this one? TBD, similar to Mertz in terms of mobility. I think that's kind of fair.
0: That's fair. Actually, that's who I thought of when I watched him rolling out.
1: I think it's a good like, they're about the same. Yeah, when and Mertz is in a statue. Like I'm saying, he he can move enough to to pick up on a third and five. He can move a, enough yeah. to pick up that,
0: and he's got a much bigger arm than Mertz. That, that's not close.
1: Ryan says Van Dyke and Locke look like the same dude. I could not disagree more on this one, Ryan. Van Dyke's like five inches bigger than him. It just He's just a much bigger guy with a bigger arm. Um, that's not to say Locke doesn't have advantages in other areas, and Locke is going to keep getting better. Like Van Dyke is more of a finished product for better and worse, but I, I don't see Locke when I look at Van Dyke or vice versa.
0: No. Um, The arm talent in itself is – significantly different there there he has an nfl arm the issue for van dyke is going to be whether mentally he can avoid the the poor decisions but he can be an absolute dude if if everything were to click for him the sky's the limit for him as a ceiling now i'm not going to anticipate that that's what he ends up being this year but he is capable of being a very high level quarterback if everything comes together it's just can he do that for an entire season and kind of you know, limit the the poor decisions and things like that. Because as Brian said, he is a little bit of a roller coaster, he is a gunslinger out there, he's a guy that likes to take chances. He believes probably in his ability a little bit more than he should.
1: Yeah. I would I would say this like he's he's not gonna get rid of all of it. He's not mm-hmm. gonna be the mm-hmm. the perfect and,
0: and you probably don't want him to. Like some of the things he's gonna make some throws that you're like, I can't believe he just made that.
1: For better and worse. Yes exactly. One's gonna to lead to an interception and one's gonna to lead to a seventy-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. And both be like, I can't believe he threw that ball. Artificial Badger says, Is TBD a leader? Are we looking at a one-year captain like TM? I only want to put this up because I specifically asked Brian about this because Brian's talked to him. Brian Smith was on the show, and Brian said he's gonna be fine. He said he's a cool dude, he's chill, he's a good leader, and he's from the Northeast. He's gonna be used to bad weather. Here's the thing: you don't bring a quarterback in that's a veteran that's probably gonna play right away. If you have any questions about his ability to fit into the locker room. Mm-hmm so i trust luke fickle on that one like yeah I, you can't mess around with that no,
0: none of the guys were a problem in that regard that we brought into this point mm-hmm. like they've all been guys that at all signs point to them getting along well with the, the locker room
1: mm-hmm. all right, i think we'll kind of wrap up there guys a bunch of good comments we're going to talk about this more i know justin regime we're going to talk about this but i do want to kick it back to you Justin. any last thoughts on this anything we didn't touch on or talk about or yeah. any other comment you wanted to get to
0: it's a lot like you said before. You're never as bad as your film shows. You're never as good as your film shows. That's exactly the way you need to look at at Travis Van Dyke. He has a chance to be a really solid quarterback for us next year. And people that want to compare him to Mordecai, he's done it at a higher level and been very productive before. So you need to give him a chance rather than say that the guy is going to be a failure. We would be if, – if Mordecai – if we would get 19 and 12 out of him after Mordecai this last year, all of us would be like, he was fine. Like, yeah, we, right. were way, we were much improved in the passing game than we were last year, especially if we had 2,700 yards. Like, yeah. we barely cracked two, I think, between the two quarterbacks. So, it would be a significant upgrade from a yardage standpoint.
1: And that was, like, the low point for him. Mm. Right? Was, here's the thing. And like, Slim Lewis has a good comment here. This is a great pickup. Six five with the cannon arm, throws a beautiful deep ball. Can run a little bit too. Tons of experience with him. I, I I look at it like this: like last year's passing game, it felt like we were a hobo looking for crumbs in the alley. Like oh, here's a little crumb. Like yeah. this year, if we're just eating at Wendy's, like that's an improvement.
0: We <laughs> talked all the time about how we were so frustrated that they wouldn't cut it loose and throw it deep. Well, this dude will throw it deep. I'll tell you that right now. That Van Dyke has no problem with saying, "You got a step, I'll throw it to you."
1: Now we need some fast receivers. Yes, run vertical.
0: You need to upgrade some speed and get some guys that can really go deep.
1: Yep, this is not the be all end solution. He, this this guy does not elevate every other position if the other positions are mediocre. Yep. He needs pieces around him that needs to continue happening. And guess what? If we don't get those pieces, he's going to freaking struggle. Mm-hmm. Like it's as simple as that. He's he's, he's not, not a guy not-
0: that's going to want to play the underneath game with and sit there and light it up with the slot receivers all the time. They that's- might they might do some things that might open up, but he definitely does not want to be watching the uh the underneath routes all game long he is a guy who wants to attack
1: nathan hammond says thanks guys p.s my wife dislikes you which one
0: which (laughs) both of us (laughs) both of us are just one
1: (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh on wisconsin commandant clink as always great friend of the show says receivers please yes please Mm -hmm. multiple receivers Mm -hmm. plus maybe a tight end too um, anyway, on Wisconsin, we'll talk a bunch more about this later. But thank you to everybody who's who's uh, dialing in. And, and this is a great comment. Oh, wow. William says he only has one wife. We have to switch one. <laughs> <laughs> Artificial Badger says on Wisconsin. All right, let's go. Oh, wow. On Wisconsin, we'll talk later.
0: On Wisconsin.